the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Two officers shot and a private college in Virginia on lockdown. After a brief interaction with the man, the subject opened fire and shot both officers. Ongoing tensions with Ukraine. This is more dangerous than than uh, than some other approaches here. The worst blood shortage in a decade. Every two seconds, someone in the U.S. needs blood. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Thursday, February 3rd. I'm Mike Scott. Authorities say a gunman has shot and killed two campus police officers at a private college in Virginia, promoting a campus-wide lockdown before the suspect was found and arrested. Authorities say 27-year-old Alexander Wyatt Campbell was arrested off-campus and he's being held without bond on charges that include two counts of capital murder. Virginia State Police spokeswoman Corrine Geller says two officers are dead in that on-campus shooting. A Bridgewater College police officer and a Bridgewater College campus safety officer responded to a call for a suspicious male individual located on the grounds of Memorial Hall here on the Bridgewater campus. After a brief interaction with the man, the subject opened fire and shot both officers. Bridgewater College President David W. Bushman says the two officers who were killed, John Painter and J.J. Jefferson, were well-liked in the college community. I want to offer our condolences, our prayers, our very hearts to J.J.'s family and to John's family. Words will never be enough to express our sadness and our grief. Please know that we are here for you. We're all grieving with you. Looking at ongoing tensions in Ukraine. On Tuesday, Wisconsin Congressman Mike Gallagher joined the Hugh Hewitt Show on the Salem Radio Network to discuss ongoing tensions with Ukraine. When it comes to the Biden administration's reliance on diplomacy, Congressman Gallagher is skeptical. There is a unwillingness to provoke, or a fear, let me say, of, of provoking the Russians a belief that Anthony Blinken can solve all the world's problems in Vienna, and a misunderstanding that diplomacy, if it's not backed by the credible threat of force, is effectively useless. What does he think the Biden administration is misunderstanding? It's this naive belief that somehow, you know, Putin and other adversaries are going to adhere to the same moral standards or, you know, concern for the approval of the global community, such as it even exists, uh, that we do. And obviously that's not true. What is the impact of NATO making smaller alliances within itself and how should the U.S. respond? This is more dangerous than than uh, than some other approaches here. Uh, I'm not sure these alliances are more stable than a NATO that was reinvigorated under American leadership. And say what you will about the previous administration, but at least they forced NATO to increase their defense contributions. And so I think we have an interest 
with strong U.S. leadership and a basic peace through strength approach in reinvigorating NATO and modernizing NATO, lest it fracture into all these tiny alliances that are actually less stable for Europe over the long term. And what does he attribute to the fracturing of NATO? Because of our incompetence in Afghanistan, which did more to destroy our relationship with NATO allies than any impolite thing Donald Trump said over the course of four years. Now we're seeing it fracturing. What does he see as the biggest problem with the Biden administration's handling of Ukraine? Failure of American leadership. I believe our allies will follow so far as we are willing to lead and we're not leading. So how can Biden make American diplomacy work in this situation? You need a credible threat of military force to make diplomacy work. As George Kennan said, uh, you have no idea how much it contributes to the general politeness and pleasantness of diplomacy to have a nice, quiet little armed force in the background. And that is the fundamental point that the Biden administration does not understand. Looking at Taiwan, how does the handling of Ukraine play into Taiwan and tensions with China? They are linked uh, in a few ways. One, just as the collapse of our position and the ham-handed withdrawal in Afghanistan weakened our deterrent posture in Ukraine, so too will a very public collapse of our posture in Ukraine weaken our deterrent posture uh, in Taiwan. And finally, what is Xi Jinping thinking about President Biden's stance on Ukraine? Of course he's watching what's happening. And what conclusions is he deriving from this ongoing spectacle? Well, the first and most obvious is that the Biden administration can't shoot straight. Uh, They continue to get caught flat-footed. They continue to think that sanctions after the fact are going to somehow deter a military activity. And so if you're Xi Jinping, you're thinking, wow, if the worst or the best that America and its allies are going to do if I try and effectuate a forcible reunification of Taiwan with the mainland is slap some sanctions on me after the fact, well, heck, I'll go for it. Turning to the White House, President Biden has announced a new goal for the Cancer Moonshot Initiative. White House correspondent Greg Clugston has more. Several years after launching the cancer moonshot as the vice president, Joe Biden said he's supercharging the initiative and making it a presidential White House priority. We'll bring a fierce sense of urgency to the fight against cancer. He wants to reduce the cancer death rate by 50 percent over the next 25 years. It's bold, it's ambitious, but it's completely doable. He also wants to improve the experience of people and their families living with and surviving cancer. Greg Clugston. Washington. Thank you for your service. The Army said Wednesday it will immediately begin discharging soldiers who have refused to get the mandatory COVID-19 vaccine, putting more than 3,300 service members at risk of being thrown out soon. Daybreak Insider's Ed Donahue has more. More than 3,000 are at risk of being thrown out of the Army. Coronavirus shots are mandatory. The Marine Corps, Air Force, and Navy have already discharged active duty troops or entry-level personnel at boot camps for refusing the shots. So far, the Army has not discharged any. 
Those not vaccinated received official written reprimands, which suggest they are already identified in the disciplinary process. Army Secretary Christine Warmuth issued a directive ordering commanders to begin involuntary separation proceedings. Roughly 97% of all Army soldiers have gotten at least one shot. More than 3,000 have requested medical or religious exemptions. Ed Donahue, Washington. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy told Republican leadership members that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says they were instituting a 25-House member cap for the State of the Union address. Congressional correspondent Bernie Bennett has our details. McCarthy said on Tuesday that he was informed of the 25-House member cap by Pelosi, which reportedly upset Republican leaders, including the House GOP leader himself. A spokesperson for Pelosi said that McCarthy's figures were incorrect and that no final decisions have been made. The spokesperson added that her office, quote, will work closely with the office of the attending physician to accommodate as many member requests as safely possible. A handful of lawmakers have tested positive for COVID-19 in recent weeks. The announcement comes one month before President Biden will deliver his first State of the Union address. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes says he was shocked by what he saw during a recent trip to the southern border. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew has that story. Reyes was among a dozen attorneys general who got a first-hand look at the border in Texas last week. The goal, he says, was to work toward greater coordination. On interdiction of drugs, human trafficking. Reyes tells of Salem Radio Network he was shocked by the numbers. $100 million worth of human beings. That's their market value. Per week. Reyes says because of what he calls the failed open border policies of the Biden administration, every state in the country is now a border state. Bob Agner reporting. According to the Treasury Department data published on Tuesday, the national debt is now above $30 trillion. But that isn't the only thing that economy experts are keeping an eye on. Stephen Moore, senior economic contributor to FreedomWorks and Wall Street Journal editorial writer, joined Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson to discuss the economic situation America finds itself in and why we should look at what's happening in Canada. Considering the forthcoming lackluster jobs report, he explains that COVID isn't the biggest issue. The ADP jobs number, negative 300,000. Um, now that is, uh, by, the, by the way, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that uh, Joe Biden and his economic minions are going to say, oh, well, that's because of, uh, of the, um, of the uh, virus, you know, the virus. No, partly it is. But the bigger factor behind the loss of jobs is the vaccine mandate. Moore goes on to explain further. Would we have been any worse off from a health perspective? If the government had done nothing, I'm serious. What if the government had just said, you know, we've got responsible businesses. We've got responsible people. They can make their own health decisions. We don't need the government to intervene. If a restaurant wants to shut down, fine. If a restaurant wants to stay open, that's fine. Why in the world did we have the government exercise the extraordinary powers that are unprecedented in the history of our country? And then we still got all these variants. What can Americans do? He highlights the protests in Canada. For folks who aren't, you know, on top of this, there was a caravan that was 15 miles long, 15 miles long of truckers 
that are protesting these vaccine mandates and these heavy-handed draconian uh, COVID restrictions. Taking their own sweet time, major oil-producing countries are in no rush to help lower sky-high gas prices. Daybreak Insider's Rich Thomason has details. The alliance of OPEC members led by Saudi Arabia and non-members led by Russia have agreed to pump 400,000 additional barrels of oil per day next month, in line with plans by the OPEC Plus Group to add that amount of crude every month, gradually restoring deep cuts made during the depths of the coronavirus pandemic. The move comes as oil prices hover near their highest levels since 2014. They're calling it the worst blood shortage in more than a decade. Blood collection agencies say donations are down 10% since the start of the pandemic. The American Red Cross, which provides 40% of the nation's blood supply, says supplies have reached dangerously low levels, which means some hospitals have to delay surgeries because they don't have enough blood on hand. The American Red Cross's Carrie Dighton says the need for donated blood is constant. Every two seconds, someone in the U.S. needs blood, whether that is somebody who's going through a complicated childbirth, somebody who needs a cancer treatment, those with sickle cell disease, um, you know, those that have suffered a traumatic traffic accident and they need those transfusions. Washington's NFL team is now known as the Commanders. At an event unveiling the team's new name, former Washington Redskins quarterback Joe Theismann says the franchise's current players should run with the new identity. It's your chance now to be able to create a legacy as the Washington Commanders. We did our job. We had our chance. Now it's your turn to take it and move forward with it. The new name was unveiled 18 months after the one-storied franchise dropped its old moniker, following decades of criticism that it was offensive to Native Americans and under fresh pressure from sponsors. And finally, the Irish dance troupe Riverdance kicks off its 25th anniversary North American tour later this year. It will highlight the troupe's first black female dancer. Virginia-born Morgan Bullock, who says she's been mesmerized by the dance style since she first saw it at age 10, will be making her professional U.S. stage debut in the production. She recently completed a United Kingdom tour with the show, while Bullock was known to producers since she attended a Riverdance summer school in Boston as a teenager. Her profile exploded when TikTok videos of her high-kicking and tapping to hip-hop songs spread on social media. Keith Peters reporting. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.